Hey, it's Dim, Mindset Arc Podcast, as you probably know. And I don't have anything today. Again. I chose the best time in my life to record all of this shit, right? I think like in a third of these episodes, I just have absolutely no energy and desire to record anything. And I have a lot of personal struggles to just to overcome, to to handle in parallel with recording these videos. So I guess I'll give myself permission to suck, as I should have at the start. And if I will repeat myself, even if I will not be able to create some idea that will be helpful. That is not the point. That wasn't the point of the project. The point of the project was to me sitting before the camera every day and recording something. So let's see whatever I can come up with. So, yeah, I guess that I still had some topic in mind. I still had some topic in mind called Nostalgia Upon the Mediocrity. I think that will be the name of this podcast. It was caused by... Me just... Remembering old times, remembering three years ago, when I was just starting, when I was still only moved in Moscow for the first couple of months. I went through a hard period after breaking down my, uh, after breakup, I forgot how it's called, it doesn't matter, after leaving my first girlfriend at that time actually like marriage and all <laughs> and I was alone in a new city without anyone to support me I didn't have any contacts well I had a workplace had people there but at that time I wasn't really social and I didn't really like having some contacts on a workplace work was always something different I still had one of the good friends there with time, but I think at that time I didn't. And anyway, the people there were focused on entirely different things. And I was obsessed with having girls, with dating, with progressing there, because I really missed that in my life. I my, I was making a lot of different decisions, different, improving different areas of my life. Not even improving, but just working on creating something that will, will be going on in my life. Because before I moved, I didn't really have anything that was in my life. I didn't have a lot of hobbies. 
I played guitar for a while, then I dropped it. I was really obsessed with video games, but I dropped it after moving and it wasn't a really good thing to as a hobby as I thought at that time at least. I didn't have a lot of going on in my life and I couldn't be social, I was afraid of people. I never had any proper friends at that time, I never been in any companies beside the family at that time. University and school I was just cruising along somewhere in a distance having only people that I play games with sometimes. And so I was in this new environment completely by myself. And I think the only thing that kept me going between all of the breakdowns and a lot of crying there after failed dates that I took really personally at that time. I was down for days, I couldn't work properly. And the only thing that kept me going is the belief that if I... Like, no one can help me. I think that that was established at that time in that couple of months of struggling with all of the failures. I didn't have a lot of success. I don't think I had a lot of I don't think I had any success in half a year. Anything. No people who were interested in me in any way, not even girls that I that wanted to date me, but like anyone. Maybe that was me self-sabotaging, probably it was, it is because I was only focused on dating and that was, I probably self-sabotaged there as well because I remember when I just didn't write anyone for like second dates and all because I thought I was, I did a really poor job at the start. I didn't have... I, didn't, I haven't found Andy's Kill Your Inner Loser blog, which skyrocketed my dating progress after. At that time, I only relied on a couple of channels on YouTube that were talking about this stuff. Actually, really good channels, which allowed me to go into meditation and start handling my own mental stuff instead of just banging my head in a wall and doing the same thing over and over again. So I did some things there. I was going on board games events, I was going on yoga. I didn't meet anyone there and there because I just couldn't talk with anyone. But it was still me, me like fighting against everything else. It was like I was so alone in the world that I just had to rely only on myself and on nobody else. It was like I was really 
at war with everything else that existed. Looking back, that is the attitude that allowed me to keep going, allowed me to even continue and then have a better attitude after. But at that time, it was exactly what stopped me from getting progress, from getting any results, because I was so obsessed with the results. I just was missing so much in my life. If we go back at the emotional level scale from letting go from all of this, uh, I, I, my memory just doesn't work today. Who, who did that? David Hawkins, yeah. I think it's called Map of Consciousness, but I always call it emotional levels. And I read this book at that time, uh, one of the first book I read. And at that time, I was definitely somewhere in I didn't go up the anger, never. The most I could do is to be angry, but most of the times i will I was even somewhere at guilt, and I definitely was probably at desire at all the times because I just was at desire or grief because I was either missing I was really know knowing that I missed something in my life or I really wanted to get that in my life and that was the destructive want that was a desire it's not like oh I just want it now I was fucking miserable until I got that so I was at these levels all the time. And so what I wanted to say about this is no matter how painful this time was, I don't think I will ever be able to forget that. I, I think it's forever with me. No matter how good I can feel in the moment, for the past couple of months, I was feeling quite good. I was feeling a lot of peace, a lot of gratitude. I was really following up with, more, with all of my schedules and I really wanted to improve and all of this stuff. But I think the problems of last couple of weeks were exactly with my fear of remaining alone and that like, I, I had to process that. But by returning to the sphere of being alone, I think to handle it, I used the same thing again that I used before. I used this pride that it's only me. I know that now there is a lot of people who want to help me. I know that I, now I can rely not only on myself, and even on myself I rely more peacefully. And that part, that, I think that intense half of the year period, I cannot even believe it was only half a year. It was even probably less. It was probably like four months of intense worries, intense anxieties, and intense all of these intense feelings, when I really pushed through, 
later I kind of relaxed, but there was this period. But I cannot believe it was only four months. For me, it was like years. It was such a big period of my life. It was absolutely needed for me at that time. I couldn't go out of the lowest low I was feeling before. Out of shame, basically. Not even thinking that my life could be better. I went from that to something better, to something on top. In half a year I made the journey from shame to probably pride or courage. I still dipped below a lot of times, but I was there. And This period is such so ingrained in my in my mind in my memory like something that is paramount and this thought of me remaining alone again having a glimpse of not being alone again remembering how good it was and going back with more knowledge, but still going back to me being a lone wolf, being just a one person that's fighting everything else. This idea from three years ago. I think that is what causes my current state. From time to time I regress to this, I, I not regress, but I vividly remember these moments, especially when I listen to some music that I listened as well at that time. I always listen to one band that I really liked while going around the Moscow trying to force myself to speak to some girls or just being around, being outside and not succumbing to my depression at that time. That was the music of my me pushing through, me breaking away from all of the chains that I had. And now when I listen to it again, it brings me back to that time. And I just remember how it just shows me how much of that state is still inside me. I'm not a psychologist. I cannot talk about traumas. I don't know where they create from. Can they be created from something actually positive? But really hard to come by. Probably yes. I'm not sure, but it really feels like some trauma deep inside of me. This period that forced me to be better, but it was, it was like a foundation of my life, of that life, and it's like everything was built upon it. 
And so from time to time I go back to this angry alone period, especially when there is some thoughts about being alone. I'm not sure that it will that it will ever go away. I don't know. It's still better than that time. I'm still glad for all of the journey I took and now even if it will come back for months in maybe like seven eight months period I don't remember how far how when was the last time I thought about it that vividly even if it comes back for a couple of weeks that is okay if all the, all the other time I can be really peaceful and grateful I can be improving my life and enjoying that and these period if these periods will remain for a long time I'll for yeah for years to come if I will have some weeks when I need to be angry, I need to feel that desire that I don't think it's even a desire. I feel anger and I feel that state of missing out on life, completely missing out. And I guess that is my outlet for all of the emotions that I have right now. I guess I need that to go back there for a while. To just release all of the emotions that were pent up in a couple of months. Because I focused, yeah, like I say, we, we all focus. I want you to focus on positivity as well. Because that makes life better. And not on positivity like I will be ignoring everything that happens in my life, but on positivity like, okay, I'm accepting everything that happened, every struggle that I have to go through right now, so what can I do about it now? So probably being realistic, but I would say that is the true being positive. Knowing that there is a solution to any problem. And... You know, this, this really helps life. This really helps to go and reach goals and work on them, work on improving myself, on improving you as well, if you will do that. In a year, I had an immense amount of progress. And if you will reach, I, I wouldn't be able to do that if I would, would beat myself up at every moment. It was only possible by looking for solutions. Even if I was angry, even if I was frustrated a lot. I could do that for a couple of days, but in the parallel I always look for solutions. And even now, when I am in this nostalgic state of grief, of missing out that's basically the same thing
even in that state, I still look for solutions. I still do some baby steps. But I just wanted to talk about this. I needed to talk about something, and that was the only thing that was on my mind today. There is some interesting beauty in that nostalgic period, in that pain. There's something alluring there. It was the first time when I had the, the will to fight something that was wrong in my life. It was the first time I stood up and tried to fix that, tried to go for something that I really want, and I never quit since. I had some periods of pausing, but I always knew I want to be better, and I will never, never settle from that moment onwards. So that time is really important. If you have something, some period that you come back to. Let's talk about this. Let's, let's think about this. It probably is better to reframe it to go back to it at some point and realize that that pain was needed but it is in the past there probably will be the moment where we will be able to forget not not forget we will be able to look at that period without feeling the same way. We would look at that period and see how we struggled. But because our current life, some life, maybe in the future, maybe for you is right now, that this current life is so much better and you will be immensely grateful Okay, I, I think I am immensely grateful to that person. I still feel a lot the same way sometimes. I still use it for as an outlet for all of these emotions that I try to feel something better because it's more actionable. But from time to time we still... I guess we always need to feel some negative emotions. Some of these lower state emotions, lower action emotions. We need to grieve, we need to desire something, we need to be angry. We need to be fearful, we need to be apathetic sometimes. And most of the time we want to be somewhere higher. Because these states are not really actionable. You don't cannot really change a lot from them. They can keep you going, but they're not really productive. They're not really have a lot of results but for an outlet for emotions that pent up over time I think that is awesome yes for me that will be this outlet for a while 
if I need to be angry now, if I need to feel missing out for a while, if I need to be in that state that I was three years ago for a couple of weeks, then so be it. It is good for something. At least to see, I think there there part of me that just angry that that part of me had to go through all of this. Now being alone is not that bad. Back then, I had no other choice. It was devastating. But I still had to go through. And I guess I am angry that my that version of me had to go through all of this. But at the same time, I'm grateful that I did. And at the same time, I see how much progress I made and how much more happier my life looks like now. How much of the things that I didn't know was possible now in my life. So many people that I like, so many experience, travel, living by myself in a different country, working remotely with scheduling everything myself, working on my own business, recording, sharing myself with people, being honest, having friends, having having girls to date and have sex with, and enjoy it a lot, not having a lot of shame. So many things have changed. There was a lot of progress there. I guess that is good to remember. I will use that version as an outlet for these emotions. But at the same time, it gives me this really emotional feeling that I made it in some way. It was not for nothing. These struggles were not for nothing. I made it. And look back at your... Now I'm gonna switch to try to give advice from all of this rant about me. If you're feeling the same way, if you had some of your past that you come back to sometimes, that's okay. It was a really important time in your life then. It's okay to come back there. It's okay to be angry for that time when you had to go through a lot of struggles. When you had to be miserable. When you didn't know what you can do and you didn't have anything but the belief that probably sometimes it can happen. But look at the difference. Look what changed 
from that version to current version. There probably were a lot of changes, even if they are not material, even if they are not measurable, not able to be seen. That probably, this progress is probably in your mind. It made you more resilient, more knowledgeable, more focused. Less prone to giving up and more focused on self-improvement. Probably if you're listening to this, you understand what I mean. So focus on that as well. I'm gonna end up here. I really didn't think that I will talk for half an hour. I didn't know that already half an hour has passed. But I hope if you listen to all of this, I hope you had something to relate to and it will make you a little bit better or you will be able to control this state further because I definitely can control it further. I control it better now. I can use it for an outlet as for my emotions as I said a lot of times already. And I can use it for gratitude as well and I can use it to see my progress. And I guess that is the all that it is here with us. And maybe at some point we will be able to look back at that time and feel only peace and gratitude to that version of us who made that happen. <laughs>